Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello and welcome into the show. This is the second episode in our intro to series where we're looking at different healing modalities. We are now focused on Ayurveda and the chakras today. I'm so excited about it because I did my yoga teacher training in 2015 or 16. I always forget which year. It seemed to be a blur at this point. Um, so I did my, my RMT 200. It's 200 hours of training and we learned a lot about the asanas so the physical poses but also about ayurveda and the three doshas which govern essentially the constitutions and the energies in nature and ourselves so they definitely function similar to traditional chinese medicine where they have different elements that align to the three doshas so um they are similar and vata is space and air pitta is fire and water and then kapha is water and earth so interesting right that essentially they're all pretty well related in the sense of i think the traditional approaches to medicine did really propagate the whole world in a very similar sense traditional chinese medicine you've got ayurveda and then you have humorism which was used until the 1850s in the ancient Greek and Roman empires um, before germ theory. So very fascinating how pretty much at least Europe east and eastward, if we talk about the traditional map of the world, was really on the same page. Now I'd love to and will in a future episode delve into some of the traditional North American and South American healing modalities i don't know enough about them yet but i will say that let's say western medicine what we call western medicine which is i would say just more modern master western medicine does miss the mark on this idea that we are a part of nature we are nature and we do have a full body connection and that the mind is definitely not separate from the body i think that in north and south america the indigenous communities did a really brilliant job of respecting and understanding this connection to nature and somehow it's fallen off a bit in this let's say modern western medicine model so let's bring that back a bit today and talk about ayurveda and definitely get into the chakras as well i will post some links because there's so much information um, but i'd like to just get into just the basics here with you today and i thank you so much for for joining me to learn a little bit more about ayurveda so it's based on three doshas, vata, kapha, and pitta. Vata, and so everybody has their own individual constitution, so you will lean toward one of the three, but you are a mix of all three. And so they can all get out of balance within the same person. You are all three things because you're all the elements in one, but you will have a propensity to be more of one. There will be one dominant dosha one dominant what's your constitution is your dominant dosha and then the other two in varying percentages so somebody could be 80 percent vata 10 percent kapha and 10 percent pitta or you could be 50 percent pitta and then you know 10 percent kapha and the other 40 percent vata so then you would be a pitta vata um i've been told i'm vata pitta so predominantly vata but also pitta and then I still have kapha within me it's just not the predominant force and so you'll know it's out of whack when you are not 
embodying the regular qualities actually of the of your main constitution so let's see if you can identify which ones you feel you are and then telling if you're out of whack so as we all can be and the idea similar to traditional chinese medicine is just that you're trying to find well just i say just but you're you're looking to harmonize and find balance within the three within your unique mix right so really balancing out your constitution so vata is related to late fall early winter it's cold dry light swift mobile irregular rough so not routine likes travel really uh, on the move lots of energy but then also has sort of spurts of energy and then quickly to fatigue um so it's not it's not going it's not like an energizer bunny i think of like a battery it really will like peaks and valleys um, light restless sleep erratic appetite cold extremities extremely sensitive to cold wind dry weather dryness of skin hair lips joints so something to think about because this is a tendency and so we want to counteract that with things of the opposite quality so vata really benefits from dairy products for example um, vata may suffer from arthritis fibromyalgia anxiety migraines could have some menstrual cycle challenges irregular or pms emotional symptoms and with a very active mind so creative artistic imaginative so just a bit of a cole's notes there and, and feel free to look into it further but you want to use the opposite in terms of flavors in terms of smells in terms of colors that you surround yourself with and if you are in an environment that is cold let's say right and dry and lots of wind where the, you know there's that movement like of the wind if you're in an in, if you are in an environment like that which is you know canada in the winter for sure then you're going to need more of pitta and kapha to moderate that so you're going to need heat you're going to need soft smooth in terms of fabrics in terms of foods like these are the qualities of everything that you surround yourself with the colors so vata is like a blue like dark blue kind of color then we move into kapha which is late winter early spring cool wet oily heavy dense static and stable so right when i say that i can just think of you know i can think of somebody i know that's definitely in that energy they're stocky build large and strong frame tendency to gain weight easily well-developed chest large and attractive blue or light brown eyes thick eyelashes round faces full lips that's a quality there you've got soft thick oily hair bit wavy plentiful don't like cold damp environments and cold extremities as well cool so similar to vata so hands feet steady appetite slow but regular bowel movements minimal urination tends toward colds congestion allergies water retention sluggish digestive symptoms regular menstrual cycles with little pms easygoing fun loving patient slower moving with endurance and resistance toward change so even if you yourself are feeling resistance toward change maybe you got to get out of that kava energy and pick up some pitta or vata energy to make some changes and new experiences on to summertime pitta so oh and kappa the colors would be like greens earthy tones pitta's red we got the fire element coming in here hot oily light liquid mobile sharp soft and smooth medium-sized build moderate muscle medium-sized eyes that are light in color skin is fair warm reddish soft moist maybe freckles 
um, tendency to award rashes or acne, soft, thin, light-colored, or reddish hair. Tendency to gray or bald early. Burns in the sun, sensitive to heat. Makes sense, right? Circulation's good. You're warm. Um, healthy appetite. Really good digestion. They can eat pretty much anything they want. Become irritable if they skip a meal. Inflammation of the muscles, especially shoulders, middle back. Indigestion, heartburn. So really the middle, there's a lot of heat accumulation, right? Um, heavy bleeding and PMS with regular menstrual cycles. Uh, light but moderately good sleep. Can overheat during sleep has a tendency to burn the candle at both ends and this is even you if you're not this constitution but just simply are you burning the candle at both ends you might be kind of pushing pushing the pitta kind of qualities in your life so workaholic overly ambitious great conversationalist clear mind focused aggressive and smart so those are the three main qualities within ayurvedic principles and the idea is to balance those definitely a lot of ways when it comes to the types of exercise you choose the types of foods you choose i'll put some links so that if you want to get into what specific foods can help to balance but if you think about them from a qualities perspective i think it really helps to be common sense like hey i'm feeling cold dry brittly like rough inside if you're feeling that then seeking out soft fabrics and warm foods it might sound super like something your grandma would say but i think that's the whole point right like have some soup when it's cold very common sense but we forget about some of these things when we're looking at supplements or more traditional well more recently mainstream options instead of hey i've been burning the candle at both ends i need to slow down i need to take a nap i need to take it easy it's easy for us to get stuck in a pattern so that is an intro to ayurveda and we'll move into the next phase, which is an intro into the chakras. So the chakras, it's actually very interesting because mainstream, we talk about seven chakras if you go to a yoga class or something, but actually the body has 114, that's what's said, and 72,000 nadis, which represent the divine energy, network of energy flows so similar to the meridians and the points, the the acupuncture points that you see throughout the body so similar there um i think the reason we focus on the seven is because they reside in the body the other five out of the 12 are outside of the body and their energy centers that represent the movement of energy circulation so similar um, a modality here is definitely reiki so it's about moving opening the chakras and then moving them using energy healing which is usually with a practitioner um and the seven main chakras inside our bodies are the root so we're starting down at the bottom at the base of the spine if you think about your root uh, it's red in color at least the way that it's pictured think about stability grounding earth sacral is next orange it's more of let's say reproductive but it's actually it's more about fulfillment and it's sexual energy into a physical happiness so it's not just reproduction it's more like the sexual energies manifesting into or tra- transforming into physical happiness um 
so definitely passion physical fulfillment and happiness the color is orange uh, and it's developing at 8 to 15 years pardon me I skipped over the first one so red but it's stability financial money the root chakra is developing at one to eight years old is what it said there are stones associated I'll post a link for more details um, and they all have sounds associated which I think is so fascinating because as I mentioned I think in the last episode and this episode even I think in modern day society we're so focused on what we see and maybe what we hear in terms of words but we don't think about I think we're starting to think more about vibrations and the actual tone or frequency of something and then also the smells I mentioned that earlier so how something smells just looking at the attributes of an entire thing so even if I sitting here with a mug it's like what are the attributes of this it's smooth it's hard obviously it's informed i can't squish it um the colors are black and white like if i so really getting into the qualities of things i think are interesting because the more you surround yourself with different types of things if you're always with something hard and um sterile feeling right like if we're around technology what are the qualities of that thing and what are the qualities of ourselves and looking to balance that and i think that these energies while they're not tangible it's a similar idea as you want the energy to be flowing throughout you because if it gets blocked we come up with difficulty so with the root chakra it's not being able to balance our life and the difficulty surviving with the sacral chakra um you might not be feeling to free to express your desires and wishes um the sounds the first one is lum so I am is what it means and then for the sacral chakra it's vam I feel first one is associated with fire sacral chakra is associated with water so again the elements really coming into play with this energy system and I'm doing the same thing as traditional Chinese medicine right so we talked about the elements and the way that they're laid out and then we look at the different meridians is the same kind of idea so you've got the doshas and then you have these energy points in the body that are moderating the energy so the solar plexus is yellow it, the the sound is ram i do element of fire develops at 15 to 20 years old and as i mentioned with even the doshas right we have seasons not only each year that we go through but also stages of life and this relates to that and this, the solar plexus is giving us control over our emotions so helps us find harmony and confidence that feeling of harmony and confidence is in the stomach upper abdomen in between the heart and sacral chakras and it's about your ambitions and self-esteem here so if you're feeling like you're lacking some confidence then this would be the one to get unblocked or if you're feeling shameful or self-doubt definitely opening up this chakra would help and how do you do that? Well, one way is with boat pose in yoga. Um, there are many other poses that help with balancing all of these. There are also guided visualizations and meditations, just breathing. So pranayama are different breathing techniques that you can do. Kundalini yoga works to move the energy up from the root chakra all the way up to the crown. And so in yogic principles, you're definitely working to balance these energies. But one specific pose would be the boat pose next one is the heart green anahata means unstruck represents love and healing 
really guides our heart. The sound is yum, and the element is air. It's developing from 20 to 25 years old. And how do you open this? Well, camel pose. I didn't mention for the first two, my apologies and my excitement. For the root, you're looking at warrior pose. And for the sacral, it's bound angle pose. I'll post this link if you want to get into the details or if you don't know them specifically. There are also stones that they list that I'm not sharing, but different stones. And if you're into crystals and things, definitely on the the yogic community, but also right back to this idea that we are the earth, we are nature and its elements and rocks and minerals definitely hold different energies and that's shown through their different colors and the different materials that they're comprised of so it definitely makes sense that different different stones have different qualities which relate to specific energies which we want to cultivate in our body and they're the same outside and inside of our body in the sense that energy is energy if that energy is energy is energy if that makes sense so number five throat chakra communication chakra so we're talking about expressing our true feelings this is different from expressing i've learned this lesson many times and continue to the <laughs> i continue to learn this right it's what are your true feelings you can talk to talk you can be surface level with people you can be superficial and just oh it sucks because you're not being you and it's not true authenticity for a long time i thought yeah you know what i'm authentic no no i wasn't being authentic not because i was trying to be intentionally deceptive but because i wasn't actually clear on what my true feelings even were starts definitely from you knowing what your desires and your needs are and that comes back to the other when we talk about this chakra the sacral chakra so if you're not really sure what your desires and wishes and needs are and these physical wants or what's going on in terms of your heart and and how love and healing and what your heart's telling you then how could you possibly share your true feelings and create a a true bond with people if you don't feel safe to share who you truly are so the age of development is 30 to 35 years old so no wonder it's taken me a little while to get on this train the hymn or the sound is hum i speak somebody who's really fantastic i will link to her stuff she's just so great is snatam kaur she's just oh my goodness her voice and i hope i pronounced it correctly because i've listened to her forever it's just like a, a healing reassuring hug on a cold day she's so good so good so i would really if you want to hear more on the sound healing side of things and frequency side of things she's just phenomenal the next one here oh and the, the yoga pose for this one is fish pose fish pose which i always found uncomfortable so makes sense um next one is the third eye and hey that's why i'm doing a podcast right so i can work on this whole truth expression communication thing i always as a kid and actually this is something that's interesting that i've noticed if there's a certain ailment that you've got like something that always reoccurs for me i like repeatedly had sore throats or strep throat wasn't like a a flu like it was just like strep or like like pure just throat issues um scratchy kind of feeling you know so you'll definitely um in this school of thought you'll have 
those challenges that come up in relation to different body parts and different things that you're going through related to those energy centers next one is the third eye chakra so this goes beyond our physical abilities focuses on wisdom awareness imagination and it's the color indigo which is pretty cool it's located center of our forehead right between the eyebrows so what's interesting is if you look at people who have that wrinkle you know like they're frowning right in between their eyebrows sometimes i have a tendency to do that it's this idea of either blocking or you're kind of like struggling to to get that imagination that wisdom that awareness going so even if you just put your fingers like your um, index finger and middle finger on that point just to kind of get a sense we pinch that part of our face so often just without even knowing it um so the sound is um i see so you would have you would have probably heard that if you've ever been to a yoga class and it's traditional to open and close the practice with that and it's just cultivating that awareness and that presence the element is light age of development is 35 to 43 years Um, And you open this chakra with the child's pose. So you've got that part of your forehead actually on your mat, which makes sense because you're bowing down and you're really putting that, you're you're putting the focus on your head there. Um, So it helps us to visualize the situation beyond physical dimensions and have clear thoughts. Um, If you're having difficulty imagining or thinking clearly, get into that child's pose. Last but not least of the major chakras is the crown. And it's actually the top of our head. Um, so headstand pose in terms of yoga. There's another one called rabbit where you're kind of trying to get the top of your head down. And it's a little bit less, like it's from child's pose. You can kind of get into rabbit pose. And I like that one. Um, but so top of head. The idea is it represents enlightenment, connecting with divine consciousness and venturing onto our higher self. So the the sound is ah. I understand. So age of development, 45 to 50 years old, which makes sense in terms of the seasons of our lives. And certainly, again, this is not, it doesn't go up your body in any kind of hierarchy from better to worse or or worse to better or anything like that, but simply the physical area and then also the, the, the levels of consciousness that we go through in our lives. And the color is violet and essentially we're meant to be ecstatic beyond all reasons so um, if it's blocked you're really facing difficulties to find peace in your life so things just feel like there's turmoil there's constant turmoil Um, so as i mentioned if you need to open or balance people will say your chakras um, then really it's and which it brings purification to your life um grounding activities to unlock your chakras would be walking yoga or house cleaning if you love to clean but you know you know when you clean a room it is a good feeling so it's that kind of grounding activity so you ground first and then you want to open so that can be through meditation or the chanting um, mudras which are different hand positions that you can hold that I find they'll do in kundalini yoga at times when you're doing different chants or different postures. I find it to be so fascinating how the energies of our hands can resonate to the rest of our bodies. Uh, mantras, which will just, they're 
phrases that you will repeat they also don't mention here but i would certainly say in meditation there are poses that we've just talked about that can help as well so if you want to get physical with it yoga can certainly help to balance and open the chakras so i will put this article up it's from chakra pot by mark jinn so thank you so much to mark jinn for this really great easy article to for me to talk through my experiences with um and i hope that you've enjoyed your intro to the chakras and this broader intro to ayurveda and yoga yogic philosophies and I look forward to seeing you in the next mini episode of the series. If you like what you heard today, I would appreciate so much if you would like, subscribe, and review the show. It makes a world of difference in other people being able to find the information and the show that I'm putting out there into the world. So I appreciate you listening today and please do share if you feel called. Thank you.